Meet Your Maker makes professional-grade grinders, vacuum sealers, sausage stuffers, dehydrators, and just about everything else to turn your garage, deer camp, or kitchen into a meat processing haven. Meat only sells their processing tools direct to consumer, cutting out the retailer markup guaranteeing you the best price. Meat also has the only lifetime warranty in the industry, and Meat ships your tools direct to you for free. Visit MeetYourMaker.com and use code WAYPOINT for an exclusive discount. And get ready to deer IY this fall. This episode of the Flushman Dustin Podcast is brought to you by Hunt Ready. Reliable equipment driving inspiration in the outdoors. And all of their equipment is sourced and handcrafted here in the U.S. of A. Their mission is to build gear that's extremely durable, highly versatile, and ultra light to further enable your journey into the field, regardless of where the road may lead. Nick and I personally run the Hunt Ready Vest, and I also have their training belt. It's extremely customizable, super lightweight. It's exactly what we need for short or long days in the field. We can pack in enough water. We can also pack in extra gear, such as first aid material and other items in the event we need to use them. So be sure to go out and check out Hunt Ready at H-U-N-T-R-E-D-I.com. That's HuntReady.com. This episode is also brought to you by Gundog Outdoors. They're focused on the safety and comfort of our hunting dogs. We personally carry the Gundog Outdoors first aid kit as it has all of the items that we need to keep our dogs safe in the event of an injury in the field. We also carry their water bottle to keep our dogs hydrated while during those hot months at the beginning of the year. Be sure to go check out gundogoutdoors.com and use code RINGNECKS to save you some cash. Welcome back to another Flusherman Dustin podcast. We're excited to have everyone come back and listen. Uh, tonight we have Alan Rasmussen out of Utah. I actually met him at Pheasant Fest uh, and we hooked up there, got to know each other. And uh, so we've said, hey, let's bring on the podcast. He's a big chucker hunter from out in the Utah area, like I said. Um, and we had a great conversation at Pheasant Fest. So Alan, what did you think of Pheasant Fest? You know, that was that was my first time, you know, ever going. Um, so, I you know, I didn't know what to really expect, but I think uh, it kind of blew my expectations yeah. out of the water as far as uh, vendors, you know, people, a um, lot of like-minded people. I mean, it was just like hanging out with a bunch of people I already knew, so... Yeah. It was, it was cool to be able to talk and talk hunting. And it, when you have that common ground, it's, it's easy to, to connect with people. So, yeah. And yeah, you guys were in the, you guys were in the <clears throat> thick of things right in the center aisle. I mean, I walked through, uh, I went over and visited the hunt ready booth and visited you guys at final rise. And yeah, man, I just, you get to where we were, we were kind of on the outer edge, but I mean, you get in the middle of there and it was, it was crazy the amount of people that were walking through there. Right. Yeah. I don't even know how you guys kept up with things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we did either. <laughs> how far, how far a drive is that from Utah? Um, it was, well, it was supposed to be around 13 hours, but going out there, it took about 20. 
Uh, oh, wow. We, oh, wow. we ran into some some snow, so we couldn't go through Wyoming. So we had to go through Colorado and, oh, and dang. Up, up that way. So did you guys have to haul a trailer out? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt Davis with Final Rise. Um, we all, you know, Derek, um, Matt's yep. wife and myself all jumped in the truck and yeah, made the trek. <laughs> That's a long haul. Yeah. It is a long haul. Yeah. So. It was fun though. It was a blast. It was a yeah. good time. Yeah. Very good time. Awesome. Well, Alan, give us an introduction of you now that we've got through the Pheasant Fest. Tell us a little about yourself. Yeah, so I'm Alan Rasmussen, um, born and raised in Utah. Um, just, you know, at the time was a small town, uh, about um, about 40 minutes south of Salt Lake. So um, currently I live in, I'll call it the heart of Chucker country, because I live in Tooele County in Utah. So okay. anyone that has hunted chuckers in Utah is probably knows where Twila County is though. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right out in it. And did you I specifically can, move there for chucker hunting? You know, I secretly had a little motive moving out here, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it conveniently worked out for work and, and lifestyle, you know, a little bit of property where I could uh, raise some animals and nice. things like yep. that. So yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so did you grew up chucker hunting then or what you did know, you end up um, hunting? So yeah, I grew up um I grew up on horses and um with cows and things like that. So my dad my dad uh we'll call it elk hunted, but it was more of a ride for him, more of a he just wanted to get out and ride his animals and ride we grew up on mules and horses and so um a lot of big game hunting and then he did have a a bird dog when I was little and so he had a short hair that he'd hunt with and then he also had a uh, wire hair that he hunted with but um when I was about 10 he got he kind of got out of the bird kind of the bird dog hunting and got more into hounds and mountain lion and and yep so so yeah have you done mountain lion hunting yeah yeah, so I've done that quite a bit. Um, did it with my dad, my brother. They're big, really big into it. Um, Tell us a little about that. I want to hear. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, for me. I didn't I didn't get as much. Uh, I didn't have as much fun doing it because I always had the anxiety of my dog's gone. I can't find my dog, and <laughs> this was kind of before the you know the GPS days and you know yeah. things like that. I mean, they had a collar where they had to pull out the antenna and yeah. it would be uh you know kind of tell them the area that, that the animals were in and i was always worried my dog was going to get lost or killed or yeah so so it was anxiety for me but fun for them and and you know seeing the mountain lion or a bear in a tree is is definitely nothing else like it you know it's, do you know kyler Nell nelson Kyler Nelson, I don't. He works for Wingmasters, Outfitters, and Adventures. Okay. And he hunts like part of Canada, but then like part of the Montana area. And he's always, so I had a buddy that hunted with him. Uh-huh. Does, he does wolf hunts, bear hunts, 
uh, mountain lion hunts and on his page he has an elk here so i don't know if that's just his personal elk or if that's somebody else's elk that he took out guiding but he okay. guides hunts too just like that okay so he's yeah. kind of up up northwest there so i was yeah. just curious if, if you knew who that was i yeah i don't doesn't sound familiar so yeah that interesting it's exciting yeah we'll come, we'll come out and try it we'll come out and try <laughs> yeah it. come out and try it. so right. i i do have a bear tag this year so um hopefully i can uh you use some... a, a bow or a rifle um you know i may use a bow I, i'll probably bait one in see if i can bait it and if not then uh i've got some friends with dogs and we'll, nice. we'll put dogs on it so how many dogs are people usually running when they're running either um, lions or bears you, you know anywhere from really four fives you know oh, uh -huh wow. and up yeah Nice. probably you know really the more the better i i would think. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that would that would be interesting i'd be more worried about the damn mountain lion sneaking back on here or something and <laughs> yeah. jumping out of the tree yeah get a little payback <laughs> yeah so what obviously the so your dad and brother did more big game honey what got you back into yep. the the birds you know i always had a passion for birds um bird hunt you know I, I even though um, I didn't have a dog I bird hunted you know with friends or with with people that had you know dogs um, you know duck hunted things like that but uh, it wasn't until I got my short hair about um, a little over seven years ago that I was like I want to get back into it and I did a lot of research on you know what kind of hunting, what kind of, you know, what did I want to do? You know, cause I, I'd never really hunted chuckers and hard until I got my, till I got my short hair, you know, like I said, about seven years ago. So. Yeah. What was, what's the learning curve like to get into chucker hunting compared to if you can think back to, you know, your first couple of years to where you've progressed now and obviously I'm sure technology has helped some with that, with the Garmin collars. Cause I, if I remember right, you run Garmin, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So how has, yeah. from when you first started kind of the learning curve that you had to have, what has technology done to even help it progress further? You know, uh, it's huge. I, it's, you know, speaking with about the Garmin collar is, you know, the first probably the first year I went out, I didn't have a, um, a collar. So it was anxiety of where he's at, you know, and, and trying to keep him ranged in, he likes to run it probably around three to 400 yards. Wow. Um, that can be off to the next Canyon or two canyons over, you know? So, so if he's on point, you're basically just, it's, it's, how would you, that, that, <laughs> yeah, that, that first year without a collar, how would you even know where he was at? You know, I just tried to stay, just tried to somewhat stay on him, you know? <laughs> so just you were in better shape then than you are now. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm a bit better shape now, so I don't know how I did it. <laughs> I probably recalled him a lot because I did have a, you know, an e-collar yeah. and I probably kept him within range. Um, but I should, I shortly after that invested in a GPS collar. So was the Garmin, the f go ahead, Nick. 
No, go ahead. Was the Garmin the first one that you had, or was there? Yeah, I had the Alpha 100. Okay. Yep. So yep. they've been out for that long. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yep. Tyler just so, got the Alpha 200i. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't yeah, have. I have that one now. So. Which I'm I'm excited. I've just used it for when we've taken the dogs out running and stuff, just to get used to it and yeah. whatnot. And it's pretty nice. I got the well, Nick and those yeah. guys got the watch for yep. it. So super yeah. pumped about that. Yes. You'll but, love that. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't had a watch before, it's <laughs> Yeah, that's what I've heard. It, it sounds petty to, you know, to look down at your you know, watch, but it, it is it's nice. Yeah. So oh, yeah. what's what's your obviously you got back into bird hunting with once you got your dog and yeah is is there other birds that you chased out in utah or is yeah shucker still, just a main bird no i mean so in september 1st uh the grouse uh we have some duskies some blue grouse um you know um a lot of roughs you know so september uh first of september is when the grouse hunt starts um and toward the end of September, chucker, the chucker hunt starts, but um, it's usually hot and I'm packing a lot of water and I don't like snakes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so you have, rat, you have rattlesnakes there. and stuff out there? Yeah, a lot have... of rattlesnakes. Yeah. Yep. Is that the main poison one or do you have any? Yeah, that's the main one. Yep. Yep. Have you ever, have you ever owned one? Yeah, I have. <laughs> what's bit? that have you, has your dog ever got bitten no before? no luckily no oh, so yeah did you have them um, snake trained or anything though. no i don't i um i do have um i did give them that whatever the vaccine the the antivenom yep. you know so I, i'm not saying that's the cure-all but i have i have done that but yeah so really, I try to, you know, about October, you know, when it starts to get cold, I'll, I'll hunt sharp tails in in Idaho. I'm close to Idaho, probably a couple hours from the border. So okay. we'll go chase sharp tail and, um, and Huns. And there's a little bit of chuckers up there too, you know. So, yeah. So yeah, obviously your, your big bird, that you, the one you love to chase is the chucker. What? has drawn you to the chucker over the other birds i mean your email is chucker covey yeah you know? so what has drawn <laughs> yeah. you to the chucker over other species you know i would say i would say the challenge definitely the you know between um the cover that they're in to you know the hike to to them you know because you know, you, I'm sure you're here if you haven't, if you haven't hunted them, they're usually at the top or, you know, yep. or, and if not at the top, then you've pushed them to the top. And, and I, I would say the challenge between the dog work, um, cause it's one thing to have your dog go on point, you know, three, 400 yards, but is your dog going to be able to stay there by the time you get to your dog? And so it's, it's a challenge, you know, it's a challenge and it's, it's fun seeing your dog you know when when things work work out the way they do um see it all come together you know between honoring another dog um 
you know, holding a cubby, you know, I've had. When your dog points at 300 yards, are you just like shotgun <laughs> around you, everything around you, and you just take off running? <laughs> <laughs> Generally, you know, it's uphill, yeah. so <laughs> you may go a few, <laughs> you may go a few hundred steps and. Uh, Should just take a pedal bag out there. Yeah, it's pretty, it, Utah's pretty steep, the chucker hunting uh, area, so it's. Tell us about about the train then. Yeah, so it's, how high are you getting up? Um, yeah, so you're what kind, of, you're what kind of boots do you wear? That's one of the questions we always get. Boots. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about your boots. Yeah, I have crispy. I wear a lot of crispies. Um, I have the Laponias. I have the Nevadas. I have the Colorados. Um, I I have three pairs <laughs> of crispies. <laughs> so. It just depends on, you know, kind of what I'm doing. The Colorado has a harder, um, kind of the harder sole. And if you're kind of backpacking, I feel like uh, when we do ptarmigan and I did uh, the Himalayan snowcock, I uh, wore those. Um, I would say my go-to are either the Nevadas or the Laponias. So. And is that just for comfortability durability stability yeah i would say you know comfort you know i'm you, you know you buy once cry once um it's taken me some time to learn that you know that theory yeah and uh the i think the nevadas have really i think they they have the vibram sole kind of a little harder sole where it can handle that shell that uh that shell rock uh, where it just doesn't totally trash your boots, you know. So yeah, you're not going to go through them through a season. Um, Do they usually they got, last you a couple of years, or um, they'll last me a couple of years? So I I wore my Laponias up uh, Himalayan snowcock hunting, and um, when I came back, I hunted with them again, and and I wore them out before the end of the season. So oh jeez, so. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to process your own wild game from start to finish? Meet Your Maker has you covered. Mead makes professional grade grinders, vacuum sealers, sausage stuffers, dehydrators, and just about everything else to turn your garage, deer camp, or kitchen into a meat processing haven. Mead only sells their processing tools direct to consumer, cutting out the retailer markup, guaranteeing you the best price. Mead also has the only lifetime warranty in the industry. And Meat ships your tools direct to you for free. Visit MeetYourMaker.com and use code WAYPOINT for an exclusive discount. And get ready to deer IY this fall. Yeah, they're in. Oh, that's a, that's a, I feel like that's a nickname your wife would give you, Himalayan. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, they're, uh, they're a bird. They, uh, they were introduced to the Ruby Mountains in Nevada. Um, okay back in the late 60s uh, it's the only place in the u.s that they're at so how is uh how's hunting those compared to chuckers being up in the mountains is it similar different i would say it's similar um but also more extreme um so we we camped at about ten thousand eight hundred, about about ten thousand eight hundred feet oh wow and um we killed Derek and I killed ours about, I think what is about 11.3. Okay. So. Dang. 
Yeah. Are you guys carrying oxygen when you did that or? No, no, just uh, sweep backpack. <laughs> Mount yeah. Everest. I would have been. <laughs> I think it's only like, I don't even know if we're at 5,000 feet out here in Iowa. I don't know what we are, but. Well, I've climbed a 13,000-ish mountain, so I knew that 11.5 would be all right. Yeah, yes, you'll make it. Mount Albert in uh, Colorado, I climbed. Hiked, okay. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, go, you need to go snowcock hunting. I can do it. Let's do Put it. Put it on the list, man. Yeah. Nevada. Snowcock hunting Nevada. Yes. God, all these all these new species. Dude, out, there's a ton know. of upland Ta- species in, in Tyler and I are just the US. like guys and, you know, Iowa quail and some huns. Yeah. Woodcock here and there. Golly, yeah. this year we're going out to uh, Wyoming and do some sage grouse. So that's going to be new. Yeah, that'd um, be awesome. So the, the experiences that we're running across are, are fantastic. Yeah. That's what's so cool. Yes. There's so many species to, you know, in each one, each one's different. So that's, what's fun. Yeah. That's the cool part about it is. Yeah. It can bring you to so many different parts of the U S so many different terrains experiences. Yep. Yeah. Also looking at your Instagram page, you got a lot of good art. And there's some art behind your <laughs> be your left shoulder. Looks yeah. Like. So tell us about is that something you've always done? Um, yeah. What, what draws you to do that? You know, it's <laughs> you know when you can't. I, I feel like when I can't hunt them, or you know, it's it's the way to scratch the itch. It, you know, if if I can't be out there, then then I can uh, I can live it through that. You know, it, it's. Uh, it's kind of the art mindset that I have that when, you know, even when I'm hunting, I'm always like, Oh, that'd be cool for that picture, you know? And that's kind of what this one is, is, you know, I wanted to paint one of her kind of in motion, bringing me back a bird. um, Yeah. So, you know, I struggled, I actually struggled with my female bringing uh, retrieving. So I had a force fetcher and uh, that was a challenge. And uh, I probably learned more than she did on that one um so yeah it's it was just it's always it's kind of always been uh something I've been interested in and I've never really uh painted until the last five years or so and if I sent you a picture of something I wanted could you do it yeah for sure yes uh, all right yeah. what yeah. kind of file do you need uh, just a regular picture yeah <laughs> the, uh, uh, high quality is is best you know just so I can uh I'm very detail oriented, so I can really. Just get so it. the listeners know, it's thousand dollars a painting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick. Yeah, thing. so I'm I'm actually doing for a few people right now, currently. So. Nice. Yeah. Did you have to? Did you do like classes, or I mean, just self-taught? Just self-taught. Yeah, never took any classes or anything. Just, you know, it's. Uh, when I look at things, I tried to just see what the shadows kind of, you know, how to make things look 3D is um, it's basically shadows. And that's kind of how I approach things. Um, so when I paint like a dog or something like that, it, uh, I kind of start with the eye <clears throat> and the nose and kind of around that. And because if you don't get that, you're, I mean, the whole thing's off. The first thing you, at least when I look at a painting, 
I look at the face of the animal and yeah. if it's if it's not right, then I you know, I I don't really look at the rest, you know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, I'm looking at I'm looking at your uh, page now and seeing this. It's fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I like your I mean, I still draw on stick figure people. At, <laughs> his daughter's three years old, draws better than he does. <laughs> no lie. That is no lie. Yeah. She's your retirement plan then. It is. It is. Uh, I got to ask you. Kids, didn't have kids for nothing. Yeah. Right. right? Yes. <laughs> you got to mow the lawn. Yeah. yeah. Pick up the dog poop. <laughs> Yeah. I gotta ask you, what year yeah. is your Ford that you're driving? It is a 1990. Man, that yeah, thing so looks yeah. like it's in super good condition. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. That's the, uh, as Derek would say, Ford freaking Ranger. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the chucker chaser. That is the chucker rig right there. So, so is it, is it for sale? Is the first question. <laughs> Everything's for sale for the right price, <laughs> and it would uh, <laughs> it'd be I'd be I'd I mean, miss I'm, it. I'm up I'm up for a guided hunt, <laughs> and then just drive that back. <laughs> yes, I'll come just on, fly out. out. Use your gun, your dog, and I'll drive that back. <laughs> oh, you got to bring your dog. Oh, oh well, you got to bring I your mean, dog. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be all right with that too. Yeah, heck yeah. Come on out. We probably have to put some boots or something on our dogs. I don't know how they would do on that that shell rock. That's gotta yeah, be pretty they, tough on them. Yeah. I'm just yeah. gonna buy it. I'm just gonna buy damn crispies. That's what everybody tells me. I'm just <laughs> gonna do it. You I mean, doing I heard it? that. I'm yeah. just gonna do it. I need new boots this year. And I was like debating on going, I don't know. We've gotten three or four different pairs thrown at us. And I was like, Yeah. All right, maybe I'll do this, but more people have said crispies and um yeah what was the what was the break-in period like for those you know the laponias were <laughs> right out of the box i mean no break-in and but they have the softer sole they don't have a vibrant sole uh it's more of a kind of a rubber or like a foam kind of a pad down at the bottom so those ones you know were broken quick uh, the Nevadas, I would say, I probably got, I would say probably about 30, 40 miles. After that, I was, I felt oh. pretty good. Yeah. 30, 40 miles or 30, 40 feet? 30, 40 mile chucker hunting, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's how you broke <laughs> them in? Yeah. <laughs> yep. How many, how many miles are you guys putting on? on a normal average day of chucker hunting um we'll do anywhere from you know 10 to 15 miles what's your what's your dog do uh about 30 wow He's doubling, yeah. yeah yeah you can count on your dog doing double yeah and about anywhere from two to three thousand plus elevation gain so jeez you probably yeah. got some pretty big calves, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, show them online here. Let's see them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I'm joking. I'm joking. You don't need to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Careful what you wish for. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Nick, you just met the guy. Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Don't need to be showing skin too early. Come on. Right. Wait till, I don't have my crispies on, nor I would. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, with your boots, do you get insulated boots then? Are they insulated? No, all of them? no, non-insulated. Yep. Non-insulated. Yeah, no. Yep. So we my feet don't want to so... get pulled up. I always feel like in Iowa, man, you can have some days, and obviously Utah, I'm sure, can get cold too. But then yeah. everybody says, "Oh no, it's fine. You don't even need to be insulated." And I'm always like, "I feel like my feet would get cold, but you know, might just might just try and hope for the best." Yeah, yeah. wear a th- thick pair of socks. Yeah, I my feet don't get cold, but yeah, I haven't had an issue where, it, you know, what temperatures are you guys hunting out there? you know i ideally i'd love to hunt chuckers you know around 30 30 degrees or you know i don't mind it colder yeah i'd love it right after it snows you know probably like you guys where you can see some track you know yep yeah and obviously they're they're a running bird yeah yeah cubby bird um they'll run uphill um fly down kind of a down in their way um so it that's you know back to the challenge of hunting chucker is uh, when your dog points it kind of depends on how your dog points the cubby is kind of all depends on how you approach the cubby and yep. be able to to kill birds you know um, ideally I'd like my dog above me and I come down below so they kind of have to pop and naturally you know they they're not going to fly uphill so they're going to either going to go one way or the other so um better chance of you know doubling on uh on some birds so, which show you shooting at these uh bad boys yeah so the past couple of years i've been shooting uh seven and a halfs honestly um i've Any been specific brand um i like the uh you know i like the winchester the uh I like Winchester. I also like, uh, is it, I don't know what everyone calls it, Fiocchi? Yeah. 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 I think they have a really good, really good shell. Um, this past year, I, I hunted the whole season with my 28 gauge. So nice. So yeah. Hey, you probably want a super light gun walking up. Yeah. That elevation. Yeah. 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 I was able to take, you know, I mean, pheasant and, um, sage grouse with it and everything you know so nice yeah what's uh what are a couple of your favorite chucker stories or upland game bird stories oh man um you know i would i would say as far as um epic (laughs) in my mind is uh, we uh, flew into uh, some remote wilderness in, uh, in Idaho. Um, we took two planes. Um, it was me and me and the pilot and my dog and my friend and his friend and another plane and his dog. So we, there's four of us, um, but me and my one friend are the hunters. Uh, the other guys went to fly their planes and fish. So nice. they flew us into some backcountry 
where there's no roads and you can either raft down i don't know if you heard of like the cast and blast or mm -hmm. the kind of guides where they'll raft you down and you can fish and then they'll stop the boat and then you can go hunt chucker kind of a thing oh, so shit. yeah so we we uh we landed next cast to and blast I yeah like cast and blast it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like that but we're we're not going down the river we're just we're flying right right yeah. to it so i would say the past couple of years we've done that where we fly into the back country and go hunt chuckers where nobody else has or at least i feel like nobody else yeah how long are you out there when when you go uh about a week so yeah. you camp for a week yeah camp for a week yep yeah and i'm sure you have like no cell phone service nothing no yeah that's what's nice about the the 200i you know is um it's got the in reach and so i'm able to keep in contact with home and so how does so you're out there for a full week what do you what gear are you taking one to keep your collars charged your handheld charged up and then like obviously you probably don't want to pack too heavy for yeah. setting up base camp tell us about what you're packing uh and, and that type of stuff yeah so i um you know I, this last time i brought a plus 15 bag sleeping bag um and then i have a uh like a jeans <laughs> blanket that my wife had made um so i'll lay that next to me for my dog and uh because my dog will sleep and she doesn't sleep in my sleeping bag but she'll sleep right next to me so um keep her warm you gotta keep her warm yep um so i'll have that and um as far as charging i have like a little solar panel you know um kind of trickle charge some things during oh, the good. day um then i have like an external battery like a, uh, that that'll charge my collars and stuff at night and then i did buy an extra battery for my gps for my for the 200 oh yeah that's a good so idea too. i'm able to get a couple days out of each battery you know yeah what are you guys packing in for food you know we actually <laughs> we look pretty good we uh will buy some uh kind of breakfast burrito type stuff in the morning oh, yeah yeah some jimmy so, dean like yes. biscuit deals yeah uh, yep so we'll eat that and then uh you know we'll we'll kind of take turns of who's who's in charge of meals that night and you know usually we're having some steaks or um chuckers definitely you know how do you cook chucker i've never had are eaten. they good eating they they're good eating? very good we've heard we got a couple shark tail but they stunk the high hell, so we didn't have to eat them. Yeah, he must have hit. Point. He must have hit like the stink sack or something because <laughs> it was the worst freaking smell. Oh, might have been sprayed by a skunk. Yes, oh, it was bad. That's and then we heard yeah. that you're not supposed to. They're not good eating. So I was like, oh well, it's a good thing that we uh, yeah, did I, that because you put enough uh, seasoning on something that'll. <laughs> what do you do? Wrap it in bacon. You everybody's you just swallow it, right? Right. <laughs> No, chuckers are very good. I think, in my opinion, they're better than chicken. It has more flavor than chicken. So, oh. um, but like any game bird or game animal, if it's overcooked, um, you've lost the flavor, you know. So, yeah, you've got to you've got to watch it. Um, but yeah, we'll just cook it over the you know over the fire. Um, just 
kind of grill it basically is what we did out there is it a white uh, meat yeah it's a white meat yep yep i'm not sure if it was yeah white or red with as much yeah, it as looks they just ran. like chicken like if i showed you it versus a chicken you wouldn't know the difference so nice yeah yeah it's very good so you guys are you guys packing a cooler then to carry the steak and all that or you know um we'll have a little bit of a cooler but it's cold enough you know when we went in november in fact we we timed the weather just right where we'd fly for a little bit and then land and wait for some of the storms to pass and then fly some more and then uh so it, wow. it was cold it was cold enough true. yeah it was fun yeah how how long are it or how far mileage wise or into this back country are you guys going um you know i have to look look it up but i mean obviously there's no roads but i think we for your flight time about yeah we're about three uh three to four hours from my place here flight time oh wow flight time yeah Yeah. dang so you are pretty far so you're in there there. yeah we're back in there we'll find you they'd never find yeah right yeah yep yeah we just and you're going in november you said yeah we we typically like to go around the end of october the first of november um around it are you using tents yeah yep we had a tent so just the the plane carries all the stuff you want you want pack it does the plane leave then or the pilot stay no no pilot stays yeah we all we all hang out and uh okay yeah, they go fish. Uh, the the two pilots go fish, or they'll go. Uh, they'll fly to other. There's other little landing strips around, so they'll go. They'll kind of go explore. Why? Uh, me and my friend Derek will go. Uh, we'll go hunt. You know. So you don't even have a guide. You just go out there with these two pilots. Yeah. And how'd you How'd you get hooked yeah. up with this? You know, my friend this Derek. A, yeah, this isn't common, is it? Yeah, no. I, <laughs> it I, doesn't I, sound I, common. Yeah, no. My friend uh, Derek. He's a uh, his friend uh, that and coworker, uh, he's the one that has the plane, and it's his uncle has the other plane. So, oh man, yeah. So, and, and they, how did you, how did you guys come across these this spot? Like, how do you know where to fly into this backcountry? <laughs> yeah. Fly like, middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, you know, like like any good hunt starts uh google earth that's a good uh, story yeah <laughs> onyx things like that um the pilot they've been back in there you know camping at some time at some point and just just doing research and and yeah just google so earth and in idaho what kind onyx. of predators are there are there grizzly or there um there is there? yeah there is but to carry a 357 or you just bear spray guy just <laughs> I just have my shotgun oh. uh, have you seen predator when you're out <laughs> in this excursion <laughs> i haven't i haven't but yeah no. dude that's crazy yeah. <laughs> i've never heard of anybody doing that yeah it's it's fun that's why I mean, so what are you far... what are you looking on 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 x what are you looking for you know when like chucker uh chucker country you kind of look for some cheatgrass um kind of the the rock bands kind of like the shelf more toward the top that's kind of what they uh they they eat this cheatgrass um the little shoots that come up 
Um, that's primarily their diet. Uh, obviously some uh, insects, but um, mo mostly the cheatgrass. And um, they like that, the rock, uh, kind of that cover, um, kind of that dead, uh, a lot of dead fall, like dead uh, cedar trees, things like that. that yeah. They're kind of around that. That's usually, that's kind of what's out by my place is if it's a burned area, it's within the next two years, it'll probably be a good spot for chuckers. Oh, really? Yeah. Just because of the downed trees yeah. and stuff or down trees and things like that and then that gives that pretty soon that, you're gonna just start uh, jumping on airplanes parachuting in and just <laughs> have your dog yes. you and fucking <laughs> <laughs> land and hunting. yes so <laughs> Man, you said you, it's crazy. you've been doing that you've been doing the flying in on the plane for you said a couple of years now yeah a couple of years now yeah yep we've done that for a few years and yeah what's, we been, tried to use, what's that go ahead go ahead well, we try to do like one, uh, one thing, you know, big for the year, like to start off the year, you know, like, so the past couple of years, we've, uh, done the Himalayan snowcock and, or we'll go, uh, ptarmigan hunting, things like that, you know, somewhere where yep. we go kind of pack back in and camp and, and then were you a boy scout? I was, yes. <laughs> so you got some experience. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know uh, yeah <laughs> yeah that's crazy experience with yeah what is what is uh, uh, uh yeah yes yeah. there you go yeah you got it <laughs> <It's>, yeah <laughs> you got it <laughs> mine, mine was this <laughs> <laughs> good kid uh, what's uh have you had any crazy stories from flying in like running into something random that i mean no not really i mean <laughs> it's funny because i'm i love doing that stuff but i get really anxious about it if that yeah. makes sense you know like i hope this goes to plan you know first first year i did it my friend was you know derek was telling me you know you may want to up your life insurance <laughs> so <laughs> um did but, you up it? What's that? Did you up it? I did. I legitimately <laughs> did. Yes. Well, he said, you know, once you're coming to into land, um, you're committed. You know, if there's elk on the runway, it's you're either taking them out or you're taking out the side of the mountain. So, oh shit. So, you know, once you're once you're committed, you know, you can kind of do a maybe a little bit of a look you know, make sure there's nothing there, but it's down in those deep canyons like that. You, you can't just pull out, you know, those airplanes aren't yeah, built for that. Yeah. Not built for that. So, so you're, you're landing on land when you guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know if you were taking a, yeah, there's a little dirt strips, little dirt landing strip. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, that is nuts. Yeah. It's it's Hey, everyone needs to experience it. You haven't, have you ran into like any bad storms being um, out there or anything? No, not really. No, Man. I mean, like I said, we just, just, just the all time home. Nothing wrong. Just, do yeah. It. Yeah. We just uh, t tried to time it when we went out and then uh, we were, you know, they, the pilots are very knowledgeable. They know, you know, yeah. basically meteorologists, they know 
you know, high pressure, you know, low pressure, all this, you know, so they're, they're watching that stuff. Um, when, when we're out hunting, <laughs> so yeah. it's either we're going to be there for a while or we got to get out now and kind of a thing, you know, the plan yeah. is to yeah. pay for a week, but if something changes, you got to be ready to move. So, but yeah. Hmm. That is wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty it fun. sounds like one of those Alaskan hunts where they're flying in on those you know, planes that land on water and get off and then go shoot a grizzly and yeah, drive you down to shore and hop back in and you fly yeah. back out. Yeah, the pilot leaves you and you do your thing. Yeah. And yeah. It's like that survivor huh. guy who gets dropped off and whatever his name is, can't think of it. Uh, Bear Grills. Yeah. Yeah. They just drop him off and we'll see you in a week. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully you're not dead. Yeah, hopefully we do. So yeah. We I'll be, be eating deer shit to stay alive. <laughs> <Everyone> does. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hopefully you do kill a bird. So you yeah, no kidding. <laughs> do you, yeah, uh, hopefully you're a good hunter. <laughs> yeah. Have you had to use your the inReach at all? You know, just uh, never for anything uh, life-saving or anything like that. Just to keep in contact with, you know, with my wife and things like that at home. Yeah. Um, you just text off that or how does that work I don't even know yeah that. yeah you can uh you can set it up where you can either you know it depends on the plan that you have but you can text from it you know just like yeah. any normal text or is it like yeah pre you can have pre there's preset ones um so if you kind of went with more of a basic plan then uh the preset ones you know don't cost you anything um if you want to text something else then yeah, I, I can't remember what it is. They give you so many, or you can up your plan and just do it unlimited or whatever. So yeah, it's basically a cell phone without pretty calling. much. Yeah. Is, it, yeah. is it pretty expensive to do that? Um, it, I think I'm about 30, $35 a month, the one I have. So is that, a, is that unlimited or, um, no, I do the, um, I do the preset ones just, so I'll just text my wife, like my, my coordinates yeah yeah uh, and then she can track it she can get online and, and actually see the the alpha move you know on the mountains so she knows where i'm at but oh that's pretty cool oh. yeah could she respond yeah, back to it like if you send her something can she text yeah. back and get it yeah she'll text back you know or you know she'll kind of ask me questions that i know that i have the presets to because i'm like i have yes no and things like that so she's like you know are you having fun yes <laughs> yeah are you yeah. starting i mean no <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that yeah, would be so, i mean i run it i run it uh first thing you know i i basically run it from the start of the season because there's a lot of times i don't have service even out by my place you know so, yeah yeah isn't it is <laughs> so is it online you just go to garmin.com yeah for, like... it's the explorer garmin explorer okay uh, yeah and so you can just... have the app you can even run the app on your phone okay and text it from your phone but it's still sending from your from your and garmin. then so like for your wife to see where your location is that's just on that garmin explore yep. app yep. as well yep nice does it follow yep. or, the dogs too um no Probably i don't not. think it does i don't think it does yeah, Tyler wants Haley to know where the dogs are at. When he's out the yeah, more worried, more worried about them than me. That's probably yeah. That's probably why my wife, 
<laughs> yeah. She'd be Who like, go, oh, go find the dogs. The in front of you. You're not Don't moving. Home they are you okay? Yeah. I'm not worried about them. The dogs are still moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't but come then, home without them. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be dead if you do anyway, so don't come home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, that sounds crazy. I've never heard of doing hey, that. That would be. So, Tyler, when we go to Wyoming this year, I'm going to have to have a couple presets as well so I can text my wife from here. Yeah. Yeah, dogs are okay. Yeah, we are alive. Looks good, having yeah. fun. Feel like shit. Drink way too much last night. <laughs> yeah. That would be the worst. Being out in the middle of nowhere, just being hungover. Ugh, can't even imagine that. Yeah, we uh, we don't drink when we go. Out. We we yeah, yeah. I don't drink, but we definitely don't drink when we go. But yeah, I, I don't think that's enjoyable. Hunt, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. Are you putting more miles on those days when you're out there traveling, um, or pretty similar? I I'd say pretty similar, but um, it's the back to back to back. You know, that's that, that would be, be tough. It's tough, you know. At least, you know, I'm sure some people it's not tough for them, but yeah. <laughs> well, it's yeah. I mean, you're walking what 15 miles a day on terrain yeah. that's ever changing yeah you know, and, yeah and that is that's wild yeah that's is that just, go. do you are you so you're doing that every year is that your, do you have any other trips you do yeah um or where do you know, hunt ptarmigan at yeah flying to hawaii and yeah. <laughs> there are truckers there yeah. um <laughs> um ptarmigan we'll go there's there's ptarmigan in utah um we talked about going to colorado possibly this next year i I wasn't on your on your map map. (laughs) you know what i i have uh i have hunted south dakota um and nebraska i never hunted i never hunted iowa so not not much different than south dakota and nebraska no it's not it's not it was, it was, it was fun. It was, uh, it was definitely an experience that, you know, I, you have this, uh, expectation, at least I did in my mind of, you know, like all the YouTube videos where all these pheasants are going everywhere and, you know, you're going to limit yeah. out flowers. And, um, it wasn't like that for, at least for me. <laughs> it wasn't like that for yeah, me. We never, we never yeah. had that either. We're just yeah. everywhere. I'm okay. sure if you got on some super good private ground yeah you know you'd have that i mean but... we this past year we had you know, we have some private ground we in south dakota we had some big flushes i would consider you know they're 50 yeah. 60 birds in them um but yeah. it wasn't like you see some of these videos and you're like hey shot 30 birds in two hours yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know great. if i'd want to anyway you know i mean that's oh, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah it's I, not really I, hunting at that point. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I hunt, I hunt with an over under, I'd say the majority of the time. Um, cause I want to hunt birds, you know, if I wanted to kill birds, it's, it's different, you know, yeah. you, can, yeah. you can kill birds, you know, so. Which over I, and under do you have? 
Um, I have I have the CZ for my uh, the 28 gauge. I have a CZ uh, the Drake. So okay. yeah, pretty light, pretty light gun. It's yeah, it's about six pounds. Is that what? You... Nice. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, about six pounds. You know, it's it's one of those guns that I feel like uh, <laughs> when I fall. Yeah, and I get it scratched, <laughs> then I don't feel as bad, you know? Yeah. So, so, yeah. Do you have any goals or things you're looking to accomplish in the next year and coming years with your upland hunting? Yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to get a prairie chicken is definitely on the list um, yeah. for me, you know? Um, I was, uh, I was talking to no i can't think of which grouse place it was at pheasant fest but they were telling me that the prairie chicken may potentially go on the endangered species list yeah that's what i hear and so you're gonna have to get on that yes and you scratch that off the list yeah they're saying like in the next year or two if you're looking to get after them to to get after them yeah yeah, that's that's kind of the same thing I heard. So that's that's kind of been the the motivation. And that was, you know, the the sage grouse are, you know, they're always um, always the talk. You know, whether they're going to be too. So that's yeah. So I think that's smart for you guys to go up there. And, yeah, we're looking super forward to that. Yeah. Hopefully, get a nice boomer. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> my first uh, my first sage grouse site. I shot at I shot over it because uh I didn't expect it to be you know I've heard that you know they sound like a Huey helicopter when they get up you know and and they're slower but yeah they were this the one that I that I initially missed was slower and I shot over it I was like whoa I guess you know did they have that like loud sound I'll end up having one get up in front of me and I'll wait a little longer but it won't be near long enough and i'll blow the shit out of it <laughs> and then that'll be the only one i get the whole time and i will yeah. i want to mount one and i'll be like god damn it that'll probably be what you do yeah <laughs> <laughs> that will be exactly what happens to me <laughs> like, well, I waited and... yeah <laughs> yeah just be patient let it get out there <laughs> and wait like I necessarily would on a pheasant, but I don't really wait on those either because they're fast. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I can tell myself too, but it's so hard. It's so yeah. hard. Just That's wanna, crazy. You know, I'm never hunting it. You're gonna, I'm going to want to get one. So it'll oh be, yeah, yeah. Well, and then you got we got three, four other guys. Well, Tyler and then three other guys. So yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't want everybody shooting at it. I just want to get it before they do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you want to be confident? You're the one that hit. <laughs> yes. Yeah yeah <laughs> that's yeah. funny yeah nick nick has a happy trigger finger <laughs> very quick it's very quick yeah i'll say that's... i'm not gonna shoot anymore and then i kind of wait and i feel like nobody's shooting and I'll <laughs> i didn't think you were gonna shoot it. like, well, like you guys you like, didn't give me the opportunity <laughs> you didn't give me the opportunity <laughs> yeah well it'd be a little quicker because yeah my, my gun's up before you even got yours to the shoulder i'm ready to shoot <laughs> yeah um, that's funny that's funny 
That happened to me this past year. I had a guy, I don't know, we were in a field and uh, some good private ground that we got. And I don't know, I shot like four of basically the first four birds for whatever reason were just in my, where I was walking. Yeah. Like, All right. Not shooting anymore. Got four of them, you know, <laughs> Tyler and Tyler, and Matt, you got the, you got the next ones and come around a corner and one gets up between Matt and I, and I'm like sitting there and I'm like, <laughs> the fuck is he doing and it like keeps getting farther away so i shoot it and he goes i didn't think you're gonna shoot i go well i said your sister goes never gave me an opportunity i was like <laughs> i felt like i felt like it was like five to ten seconds of opportunity and you and i know it wasn't that long but uh i was like you had plenty of chance that was the day we got so i shot five birds <laughs> three of us yeah the three of us limited out and i didn't even pull the trigger <laughs> it's like eh, whatever yeah. yeah probably would have missed anyways but <laughs> no you don't never admit that never. yeah <laughs> oh, he doesn't have to admit it we see it all the time yeah it's like the running joke of the podcast uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry yeah. i'll live with it yeah hey it's all good <laughs> somebody's gotta do it i mean yeah <laughs> I used to, uh, I used to struggle. I'm, I won't lie, but yeah, I with actually painting, with shooting birds or paintings. Cause I could see me struggling <laughs> yeah. with painting. <laughs> yeah. No shooting, shooting birds. Oh, okay. I, yeah. You know, mostly like, uh, uh, doubling, you know, to double, I feel like on a cubby bird is, you know, I, should, I don't know. I well, especially when you're using an over and under, you only have two shots. Yeah. 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 You're definitely more selective on what, uh, what, you know, what you're shooting because if obviously the first bird doesn't go down you're like oh, I gotta shoot it. yeah hopefully yeah. i can just get one you know so now you're panicked you know yeah but uh, yeah i i practiced a lot between and then i really did my homework on uh um like my shot uh like as far as uh, what shot size and things like that and um patterning and things like that so I really did a lot of homework between it. So about two or three years ago, I did. Um, I really yeah. got into it. I was like, oh, I want, I want to figure out where I'm at, where, where I'm shooting, things like that. And the best shot. So, yeah. yeah I think nice. it's definitely smart to pattern your gun or pattern yeah. where you're shooting that gun. Cause we had that issue. We bought <clears throat> Winchester SX fours. Oh, yeah. For South Dakota one year. Didn't go out and pattern them like idiots. Yeah. And threw a barn in front of me. <laughs> oh, yeah. The chip shots, like, God, it was embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I like to consider myself a pretty good shot. And I was struggling <laughs> with this gun hardcore. Like, uh, yeah, uh, and I know I've said this before, but I uh, took my dog out to a piece of ground that we've hunted before in Duluth in like 35 or 45 minutes. Got three roosters up literally within, I mean, we're talking 20 yards maybe, if that 20, you know, it was, they were close. And I missed all three of them. Oh, <laughs> so I left the field. I didn't even finish hunting the rest of the field because I was pissed off. <laughs> um went back and i had my 12 gauge in i went to a whole different field and then a covey of quail get up and i shot three of them in one covey boom 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 like three different shots and got all three of them and yeah. all i thought was 
I can hit this goddamn little thing like this, but I can't hit a bird that, yeah. you know. So it was, it was, that was irritating to me. Yeah. I haven't so, used a gun since. I, I haven't used it since, and I actually think I just sold it. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. I was going to say, I, I was expecting that, and I shimmed it, or, yeah. Yeah. I ain't shimming nothing on that thing. It's done. <laughs> it's there, there, isn't, there isn't enough glue and shims and everything else to fix that gun. <laughs> Not for me, anyway. That's funny. Uh, that's great. <laughs> awesome. Well, Alan, we appreciate you for coming on the podcast tonight. Yeah, thanks. For uh, we had a lot of fun. Loved learning about the find the plane, and that was that's an awesome story. And yeah, that's um, great. Yeah. I'd definitely like to see some have to look back on Instagram, see some pictures of it or whatnot. Yeah. It just sounds super cool. But again, thanks for coming on. It was great meeting you out at Pheasant Fest. Uh hopefully we can connect again um sometime out in the field and um yeah. good luck with the paintings. We might be sending you yeah. a picture. Yeah, I do. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, I awesome. appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yep. All right, have a good one. Have a good night. Night.